Hello and welcome to Breakthrough with Brit. I am your host, Brittany Weekhouser, and we have a fun and compact show for you today. I'm very excited as this show is to provide our listeners ways to lift you up through real life stories and testimonials from people who are overcomers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Breakthrough with Brit podcast. Where together we break through it all. Break through it all. Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit. Our theme for today is about becoming the best in the business. My goal is for you to learn how to develop your craft and to turn that skill into a career. We'll be learning from an individual who has developed the craft of auctioneering and how he became the best in his field and is sought after around the country for high profile events. I don't want to give away too much as special guest Philip Pearsall will be stopping by for a quick chat. So stick around. Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit. Not many people can say that they started their career before they got their driver's license. I am thrilled to introduce you to our special guest, Philip Pearsall, a high-profile professional auctioneer who at the age of 14 launched his craft in entertaining. Please welcome Philip to Breakthrough with Brit. Hey, Britt. Thanks for having me on your show. Glad that you're here, Philip. You are the top auctioneer in the state of Texas and are highly sought after for events that range from galas, benefit, car shows, and nonprofit fundraisers. Can you sell our listeners on something they are eager to hear? All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Sixteen down for about here. Sixteen hundred, seventeen to go down for about eighteen, nineteen down for about two thousand. I'll take it down, take it down to two thousand. Sold it here, nineteen hundred dollars. Oh my gosh, that is insane and incredibly cool, Philip. No wonder you're like the best in the business. Well, being a professional auctioneer is such a unique skill that you have. Can you share with me and our listeners how you started in this industry? I started in the industry because uh, my very good and close friends, uh, parents on the livestock market, and at a very young age, my uh, father had passed away, actually from 1980 to 1991 person a year in my family passed away, and so I spent a lot of time with my good friends and and, uh, spent a lot of time at the livestock market, and uh, what would happen is... um, the the Scottons uh, who eventually raised me, um, Laverne, who who was um, I, I call him my father, um, would hire another auctioneer to come in, and Laverne would sit there and he would he would sell for about an hour and then get, get down and and go put out the fires and you know shake hands and kiss babies. The other auctioneer, however, that came in would always come in and it would seem to me that he would always have on a clean white shirt and he would either be driving a new car or, or truck uh-huh. and when we had to go at, at the end of the auction uh, when we all had to go clean stalls and, and 
get everything, that auctioneer would leave in a clean white shirt with a big roll of money and wow. in that <laughs> new, new car and or, or truck. And so I always thought, well, that's, that's the life for me. Wow. So you were raised by a family that was very giving and taught you this amazing career path. That's incredible at such a young age. So how many auctioneers are there in the U.S.? And like what practices do you specifically do to stand out amongst all the top auctioneers in Texas and the U.S.? I would say in the U.S., and, and this is just kind of an overall view. This isn't everybody that actually uh, is, is full-time, but there's probably about 30,000 auctioneers uh, in, the, in the U.S., and I would say that uh, um, only about 10% of those are working, and then about 10% of that 10% are, are probably working full-time. Uh, I, I would say what makes me stand out is the National Auctioneers Association. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm the, actually, I'm the ambassador to the state of Texas uh, for the National Auctioneers Association. Uh, the state association, the Texas Auctioneers Association. And then I would just say word of mouth, um, website, and you know just all the social media and marketing, but, but really it comes down uh, to your word and, and, and your integrity. And, and so luckily, you know, I've, I've been able to work every day in this industry. That is awesome to be a full-time auctioneer. That is incredible. And you are the top in Texas. So how do you sharpen the craft of speaking with such speed? Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure that uh, uh, my my better half, Chris, would, would argue, but uh, uh, just walking around the house or in the shower or driving down the road, um, you know, sometimes I even catch myself uh, just, you know, chanting or, or bid calling uh, and, and I don't even realize I'm doing it, mm -hmm. I'm just humming. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's part of it. I, I think staying on top of, of the trends in the industry, that's where the National Auctioneers Association uh, comes in through through that education and, and just different um, industry, you know, magazines, uh, whether you're a car auctioneer, uh, whether you sell uh, implements like Ritchie Brothers, or, you know, whether you're a benefit auctioneer or, or whatever niche you're in, real estate, it doesn't matter. You know, you, you just have to stay on top of the trends because they're always changing. That is, that is very interesting to know how far and wide the scope goes when it comes to auctioneering this trade. So how do you overcome the critics from discouraging you to pursue your passion by making a living out of auctioneering? You know, it's funny. When I when I started, um, you know, and, and it's kind of hard when you have a passion about something that's not like, oh, I want to be a banker or I want to be a lawyer. And, and everybody kind of knows the path to get from A to be on, on how to do that but you know when I was telling everybody hey I want to be an auctioneer it's like oh and, and what's your other job going to be you know uh, is it just going to be you know part time and you know I, I would just I think if you want to do something bad enough and you have a passion for it, that passion is going to come through I also um believe that uh, God has a lot to do with that and, okay. and you know you've got to drop down and hit your knees and, and pray every night that, that it happens because you know you go through auction school and auction schools you know, 10 days basically. And after that 10 days, you know, hopefully you join your state association and hopefully uh, you join 
the National Association. Um, but most of it, it's up to you and how hard and and how hard you want to do it and how bad you want it. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you want it bad enough, you're going to get it. It might take a little bit of time, but you'll do it. So hard work makes it happen, right? It does. <laughs> so what sets you apart as an auctioneer? And do you believe that there's an auctioneer in all of us? I, I do believe there's there's an auctioneer in all of us because um, all auctioneers don't have to sit behind the mic and and call bids. I mean, it's it's very we we have auctioneers that just do online auctions. Um, we have auctioneers that just hold a license, so other auctioneers can come in, you know, like at an auction house, so they can move the, the merchandise that they have. I think what sets me apart is um, I always try to go above and beyond for, for my client. I think the way that I have my my, my marketing set up and the way that I uh, treat my clients, um, I try to build a relationship and stay in contact with every one of them, um, you know, and about every year you're going to lose about three three gallons or, or three auctions a year and, and I always tell them whether you hire me or not you got my phone number and you can always call me and and I think a lot of that sets me apart I think the other thing that sets me apart is I can name a lot of auctioneers in every state so if somebody needs help and they're going to be somewhere else I've networked enough that I can get that help or I can get another auctioneer that help they need. So being well-known, but also delivering customer service, and so people call it back. That's pretty awesome. So what about auctioneering do you want our listeners to know and take away from this conversation? Uh, auctioneering as a whole, to me, is uh, it's, it's, it's a tool. It's a method of marketing, but it is a, a very efficient and, and fast and, and clean method of marketing that you will know what the value of, of that item is that day and and it sets the tone for the market um, and, and so it's it's very fast that's why almost all commodities whether it's online live or simulcast is is done by auction and so um, whether you know it or not when you're in the grocery store uh, when, when you're buying a house when you're buying a car a lot of that market has been set by the auction method of marketing interesting I never even thought about it that way so what advice would you give to someone wanting to break through a niche of career path like auctioneering or their own path of passion I would say just have the heart and the drive to do it. Hustle till your haters hire you. Uh, don't take no for an answer. And, and just keep going because at the end of the day, the only person uh, that is going to help is you. And, and it's your passion and it's your choice. And just, just don't take no for an answer. Don't take no for an answer. I love that. Hustle until your haters hire you. That's awesome. (laughs) I've never heard that before. Amazing. So looking back at your career and, you know, your future career as an auctioneer, what does that one aha moment give you and that you can share with our listeners that can possibly help them overcome the fear of doing something different for a career? Uh, The fear of doing something different, um, 
I don't know. I, I think it's just you've got to want it bad enough. Like I said before, you've just got to want that thing bad enough that's going to get you over that hump. Uh, a funny story is I was at a um, horse auction, and uh, so the auctioneer had gotten done, and I was probably I don't know twenty years old, um, and the auctioneer was probably in his forties at the time, forty forty five. And I, I ran up to him after the auction, and this is really kind of how green I was, or, or how um, I guess rambunctious I was about this deal. And I said, "Hey, I'm better than you are." And he said, "He said you might be better than I am." He said, "But nobody is going to give their money to somebody who doesn't have gray hair." And so it was funny. It was probably about now. Now I had lost my hair on, on on top when when I got right out of high school, but it didn't turn gray. I think until I was about thirty three, and then I saw a little gray, and I was like, now I'm going to make money. Now you're going to hit it. <laughs> so, so I was like, man. But but you know, I always think about that because the the auction whether you're auctioning off somebody's livelihood which a lot of farm auctions estate auctions things of that nature that's what you're doing and, and whoever is your, your client is that's getting the money from that auction that's that's their livelihood and they're not just going to trust that to anybody and so some young kid runs up there you know with a full head of hair that hasn't been around the block you know and so when he said that to me and when I finally started getting gray hairs I, I could actually see what he meant and I was like okay you have you are becoming <laughs> yeah a, a little wisdom passed down totally wow so as we wrap up our time together Philip I always ask our guests the same final question if you had to tell your younger self breakthrough advice what would that advice be uh, you have two ears and one mouth listen more talk less um, hang around the, the people that will take care of you. Hang around the people that can, can teach you and educate you that are good in the profession that you want to be in. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to have those people. Um, but, but like I said, I, I just wished I had listened more and talked less. And, and uh, But it, it's such a great profession, and I, I just really love what I do. And I, I love helping, you know, helping people and, and being a part of the solution for a lot of these organizations, you know, when, when I do galas and benefits and stuff like that, and you can actually see, you know, the, the teamwork that, that goes on through your community. That is awesome. If any one of you who are listening, if you have a small, medium, or large-scale event and want to spice up your benefit with an auctioneer and ring man, go online to swingcityauction.com and book our man, Philip right here. Thank you so much for being with us, Philip. Uh, I love your story. Oh, you're so welcome, Brittany. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, as we finish off our show, can we hear you one more time doing your thing? Well, that's all for today's episode on Breakthrough with Brit. Thank you for listening and special thanks to Philip Pearsall for joining me today and for teaching us to hustle until your haters hire you. Remember to always thrive to become the best in the business and you'll earn respect in the field of your choice. 
Join us again next time when we talk with former NFL player and Major League Baseball player Quan Cosby about how he developed discipline as a professional athlete while being rooted in his faith. You're listening to Brit. If you're not yet a subscriber to this podcast, please subscribe now. You can help us increase our exposure by giving us an honest rating and review. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to share this episode with others. If you want to share your story, visit us online at BreakthroughWithBrit.com. Thank you for tuning in today on Breakthrough with Brit.